What's up, Queen? It's your girl, Danisha, a.k.a. Nisha, here with an amazing episode of Queen's Corner Podcast, where we talk about self-care, self-love, and so many other things. I started this podcast not only for my own self-expression, but I'm expecting this platform to one day bless, enrich, and inspire my fellow queens and kings on their journey. So please, let's focus in, relax, and listen to this week's episode with positive energy and an open heart. Let's get right into it. What's going on, queens? It's your girl, Misha, here with another episode of Queen's Corner. Welcome back. Welcome back. It has been a wonderful week thus far. I hope that you're doing well. hope this finds you in a good headspace because we're going to be still talking about what this month is about, which is mental health awareness. Um, I'm all for that. So I had to bring on somebody that, well, I'll get into that later. Before I get into that, make sure you go over to Instagram. Make sure you go over to Facebook. Go like and share Queen's Corner podcast. I know I haven't been as active as much. I've been busy, y'all. I've been real, real busy. So, um, but no, make sure you still go over there and like and follow us. Um, yeah, it's some new things coming out for Queen's Corner. I'm excited. I'm not gonna say anything yet because I don't want to get y'all too excited. <laughs> but just know big things are happening for me in this podcast, and I'm looking forward to moving forward. Um and being bigger and better. Yeah. So last week I discussed um, my own kind of mental health journey and where I was mentally. I kind of talked about um, where I was with my job and everything like that. So if you haven't, go ahead and go listen to it. Um, It was a good one. It was pretty heartfelt. I kind of cut it short because, you know, I didn't want to get too much of my feelings. But you know, it is what it is. But this week, I have a very amazing guest. I've been knowing her basically my entire life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She is, I'm going to let her introduce herself. But to me, she's my sis, my good sis, Jay. Um, You want to tell the people who you are? Hey, everybody. My name is Jay. Um, yes, Nisha's longtime sis, been knowing her since she was like four. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much me. Very simple, very simple. Um, congratulations on your graduation recently. We know you've been working hard. Period. Yes. Period. Yes, we love to see it. Um, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I, today, I was just like, oh my God, I graduated college. And did. Never made. I don't uh, know if you remember um, when you kind of first started your journey, you was kind of like, dang, like, I'm, I'm, am I doing this? I'm doing this. <laughs> girl, I'm still be thinking. It's been two weeks and I'm like, I finished. Like, damn, I don't got nothing to do. Like, you <laughs> know, homework and no lecture. Like, I did that. Like, I did that. Indeed. So, you know. we're going to talk about the journey because I know it was a difficult one with your mental, right? Ooh, people, people, if I cry, just just listen, okay? Just listen. If you cry, we're going to have your back. So let me just tell y'all why I decided to have Jay come on the show. So um, Jay is like a big sister to me. We talk, we laugh, we cry. Um, and I just really f- admire, um, I'm trying to put this into words. I'm re- I really admire 
the way that she takes care of herself. And that's mentally, I like the way that she holds herself as a woman, as a mother. Um, she's great. Hold on real quick, because they're trying to get ghetto outside. So they're trying to mow the lawn for some reason. Like, it's it's 5.43. What are you mowing the grass, the grass for? You have all day to do this. Because Come on now. Hold on one second, y'all. <laughs> okay, and now that it's a little bit quieter, we can turn up in here now. Like he was really going in on the um lawn outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. As I was saying, I admire the way that Jay carries herself as a woman. Um, I think that the way she does, she respects herself so much. That she don't put up with no BS. And I just appreciate that. So do you want to start with like how you developed um, healthy mental health habits? Oh, where exactly do you want me to start? Do you want me to start at the, the dropping out of school 20 times? Do you want me to start at the postpartum? <laughs> where do you want me to start? Because mm. I can give some words to the people. It just depends on where you want me to start. Okay, okay. Um, What came first? The postpartum? Dropping out of school. Dropping out of school? Okay. No, definitely dropping out of school. Okay, go so, for it. Um, Right now... Just like as a kind of a little sidebar, where I am in life, I'm dealing with strengthening my faith, but also realizing how resilient I actually am. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm saying that to say, like, my mental health, like my good habits and stuff like that came from the lack thereof of both things, like being in tune with myself, not seeing like how really strong and resilient I am, not leaning on my faith like I should and things like that. So just to give like a little background, um, I graduated high school in 2013. So after I graduated um, high school, I went straight to college 2013, didn't take a break, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. um, and probably went through two years of college, my freshman year, which was great. Um, and my ma my major was nursing, I believe. I'm not going to give the whole thing because it would take the whole podcast. <laughs> um, but I, I believe it was nursing. And then after that, I'm like, I'm not capable of this. This is too mm. hard. I can't do it. So I got discouraged, changed to psychology at some point. And then I got into psychology and I'm like, you know what? I'm not good for this either. Like, this is not really what I want to do. This is not where my heart is at. Mm -hmm. Um, and long story short, I was just going back and forth, back and forth between like nursing, biomedical science, like it was all still pretty much health related, mm -hmm. um, until I found the major, which I graduated with my <laughs> degree in, which is a community health and which I love. So I'm extremely happy, you know, in life. But before I got here, like I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety in 2014. Mm. Um, I remember my first ever panic attack. I was sitting on the couch. I don't know what I was thinking about, but I called my granny and I'm like, you need to come get me. I'm having a heart attack. Mm. Like, and she's like, a heart attack? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, you're too young to have a heart attack. I'm like, I don't know. I can't breathe. My chest is tight. Like, I need you to come take me to the hospital. Did something trigger that? 
I to this day I don't know mm. um what it was because just to my memory I was sitting on the couch chilling mm. like I don't know what I was thinking about and I don't remember what space I was in at the time so I really don't know for sure I'm sure that something did I just don't remember what mm. um so basically just long story short like I got to where I am in my mental health journey really by going through it like I had to grow through it I yeah. grow through so that's really how I am the way that I am now like mm-hmm. really experiencing some hard stuff and really growing through it it's getting real ghetto outside again yeah but it's okay I'm like I don't hear nothing so we're gonna get we're just gonna keep going <laughs> I'm a little distracted but that's okay um <laughs> okay so when you had can you like go into detail besides like your chest hurting like do you remember what was going through your head when you were having that panic panic attack it was literally that i was having a heart attack like oh like i'm having a heart attack i'm having a heart attack yeah i literally Mm. called my grandma and i'm like i need you to come get me i'm having a heart attack like i'm about to die like i had never experienced it and i was sitting there and i'm like (gasps) like it was bad like chest was tight it was horrible and i just literally was like i'm having a heart attack like i'm like 19 having a heart attack Mm. and that's yeah that's what it was dang I ain't ne- so I mean I don't have like any of those symptoms or anything like that as far as like anxiety or depression so I'm really interested to hear like what your experience is as far as like h- like how did you deal with it after the fact like do you remember the aftermath of that it was so long ago so I really don't oh okay um, yeah, since I got diagnosed in, like, 2014, it's it's been a long time. I do know that I've been, like, on a different, like, array of, like, medicines that's supposed to help. But I'm not a medicine person. So, like, for a while, I did take it, and mm-hmm. I just didn't see the difference. So, that's why I started therapy in August of 2020. Mm. And, like, me not wanting to take medicine is what really, like, made me want to go to therapy. Like, I would go to therapy but it was more like family therapy so not individual and like stuff that I like wouldn't say or whatever right like about my own like self or whatever like we had family therapy but like in August 2020 it was like okay you know I'm still having panic attacks I'm still all over the place and at that point at that um time in my life too um I had really bad postpartum I might still have bad postpartum I'm not gonna want to you mm. like not as bad as it was from my kids but before and shit still gets hard Mm -hmm. so once i realized that like i had a lot going on and i wasn't going to be taking no medicine to combat it like that's when i saw out a therapist and lover been with her almost two years now so what caused you well no not what caused you but what um what do you think is the reason for the gap of you finding a therapist between 2014 and you said you found her in 2020 mm-hmm. was it the selection of therapists or do you just didn't think about it until 2020 um no i really am just and i'm still working through this i'm mm-hmm. a control freak mm. so and that's another reason why i struggle a lot like you know i've called you like i'm struggling with my faith and i'm not you know ashamed to yeah. say it i try to control everything mm. i'm one of those people that want instant gratification 
I eat, I just started working out again and I ain't lost 30 pounds yet, I'm going to quit. Like, I'm a person that wants instant gratification and then I'm also, I try to control everything. So mm-hmm. it was like, I'm okay, I got this. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, oh. you know, it was just more so like, I can hold it down by myself. Like, I don't need no help because nobody will understand it anyways. Like, so I just tried to hold it down by myself and I did for as long as I could until I finally broke. Mm. And was there a breaking point to finding the therapist or were you just like, now's my time? Um, No, there was definitely a breaking point. Obviously, 2020, August, it was COVID. Right. Um, And I had a lot of time to think about everything. Mm. Um, Parenting, school, relationships with my parents, just like I, I worked from home. My child went to daycare. So... Literally, I had nothing to do but work and think, work and think. And when I found myself crying and stuff on my breaks, I'm like, something's got to give. I, I live by myself. You know, at the time, like, I have a two-year-old, and she's not here. So it's not like I, you know, I'm I'm watching her or anything like that. But it was just the crying, all the crying I did. I'm like, I can't do this by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of crying, like, a lot of crying every day. Like, I was going to say, like, every day? Yes. Mm. It was bad. It was very, very bad. So have you had any more, like, um, anxiety attacks? Like, um, that's so that's I, been as vivid I as do, your first one? Or just... No. So I do still get them. Don't get me wrong. I do. But because of therapy and my relationship with God just trying to get back on the right track, I have better tools now. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing where I can just be like... You know, like, you need to calm down. Right, breathe. You know, like, my therapist has taught breathing techniques. She doesn't send Bible verses because she's a Christian-based therapist. Oh, that's and wonderful. she's a black lady. Yeah, she's a black lady. I can call her. I have a much better relationship with my mother, so I can call my mom if I'm spazzing out. Mm-hmm. My siblings, like, so I have my best friends, you. Like, I have, I know how to use my resources now, and I mean my resources as far as the people that care about me, and I care about them. Mm-hmm. And you know, actually, like the technique that she gave me in therapy, I have a whole book. Mm-hmm. I have two Bibles now. Like even if I'm on my phone, I just like look for like I'll Google like prayers to combat anxiety, prayers mm-hmm. to combat depression. Like so, I think it's just now that I use my resources, it's it's a lot less frequent. Um. But I do still, one thing I can say is, like, even though I don't have full-on panic attacks anymore, I still get really easily overwhelmed. That makes sense. hmm That makes sense. So, dang, I had the question and I forgot. Nope, I have it. So what would you say to a person who is um, thinking about therapy but is not sure because they had that I'm okay mentality like what would you say to jay like during those six years you want to like kind of speak on that first thing the first absolute first thing is that it's nothing wrong with needing help Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you crazy it doesn't make you unable to handle things like none of the above it does not make anything wrong with you Mm. in a sense that's the biggest thing i feel like people be like well i ain't crazy or you know whatever like none of that going to therapy doesn't make you none of that Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with seeking out a therapist 
So that's the first thing. It does not make you crazy to see a therapist. The next thing, and I think the biggest thing, is finding a therapist is like shopping for a car. Mm. You go, you see, like, oh, okay, how many miles does this car have? How much does you know? How much does this car cost? Oh, I test drive the car. I don't like this car. It's the same thing with a therapist. Mm-hmm. You might find somebody. If excuse me, I'm sorry. You might find somebody and be like, oh. Like, you know, she's straight, but she's not the one for me. Or, like, you know, he cool, he has some gems to drop, but mm, I just don't really see this going far for me. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, luckily with my therapist, I met her one time in my first session. I was just like, <laughs> and I was just crying. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, literally, like, my very first session, don't know this lady from a can of paint. Like, obviously, she my therapist, so it's not like we besties anyways. But right. don't know this lady from a can of paint, and she just had the spirit that just was so comforting. Well, that's so, nice. That's, that, that would be the two things that I would have to, like, you know, tell somebody, like, it's okay to need help. It mm-hmm. don't make something wrong with you to need help, even if it's a little extra help. Like, I'm in a space now where I was going to therapy maybe twice a week sometimes, needing mm-hmm. it, like, that bad. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even calling her, like, I need to talk to you off the record. And now I haven't had therapy in, like, a month. But I emailed her today, like, what's up, sis? I need a couple <laughs> appointments. Like, yeah. I'm getting back to the space where I need it. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with needing therapy. And then you're not, you might not find your therapist the first go-round. Right. You might not be like, oh, like, I really like her. I want to stick with it. There's people who be like, okay, you know, this is not really... Like they cool, it's not nothing towards them, but it just doesn't work for me. Did you and did you um find your therapist the first go around? I found her the first go around. Oh, okay, well, well you got lucky. So I shouldn't I shouldn't say it like that because she's actually the last person that I reached out to. Oh okay. So I had reached out to maybe three or four other people, and then the last lady that I reached out to, I talked to her directly, and she's like, "Well, you know, I'm not taking new clients, but I have a one a wonderful lady you could reach out to." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, I really want her to be my therapist." <laughs> right. And I'm just in love with mine. Like I text her graduation pictures. I sent her my boomerang. Like <laughs> she is the sweetest lady ever. So yeah, I love that for you. She was not my first choice, and I'm not saying it like that, but she just didn't pop up on therapy for black girls, mm-hmm. so I got referred to her, but yeah. So what qualities should people look for when looking for a therapist? So I think that is just geared towards the person. Mm-hmm. I think that's geared towards like the person's individual needs, but it also, that's another thing. That I'm gonna say back to what you're saying about somebody who's like on the fence about therapy. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to get down to the nitty gritty and be accountable and just all of the things that therapy entails, like don't waste your time or your money and don't waste some people's time either. Mm-hmm. Because not to say it like that, but it took me, I, I've been with her going on two years. The first year was so much like surface BS. Like it's still stuff that I needed to work through, but. It was really very surface, and then we'll be talking about stuff, and I just have a full meltdown. Mm-hmm. And she's never like forced me to talk to her about nothing, and you know nothing like that. But I wasn't really getting what I needed. So if you're not ready to get what you need, and if you're not ready to take it serious, and like I said, get down to the nitty gritty, like don't even waste your time. When you ready to really, you know, shake that shit off that you got going on, then that's the best time like but obviously don't wait until it's too late and then you have a meltdown right like you gotta you gotta really be in tune with yourself um now i forgot where i was going with that <laughs> what was the 
What was the question? <laughs> well, I was saying, um, like, what qualities should you look for in a therapist? But you were saying it kind of just depends on the person. So I guess to make it more personal, like, what did you say, okay, she's the one? Like, this is um, the one for me. Her story was so similar to mine. Mm. A kid, broken household, um, going to school. We went to the same school. Um, just same thing in school for forever long time before graduating she was like a mirror image of me mm. and because i could relate so much to her it was like i just damn near like fell in love with the lady it was crazy <laughs> like and she would just be like you know i've been here and you know people always you know your mama i've been here i've been young blah, blah, right blah. Like, she literally was like a mirror like to me and i was just like oh my god like you know somebody is living basically like the life that i live yeah like somebody gets and it finally yeah like so that's really what it was it was just a simple fact like first of all like i said i automatically felt comfort with her like i felt comfortable i didn't feel like i would be judged i didn't feel like i had to sit on information like i chose to sit on information because those was the walls that i had up not anything because of her or because i was uncomfortable it was just stuff that i wasn't ready to look in the face right so but other than that it was just like she was basically me and i'm just like i love this lady so bad like <laughs> and then that's just like that's just what it was it was just like we clicked and yeah it's like even now like i said we still maintain obviously a patient therapist relationship right but she can text me and be like hey i was thinking about you and send me um uh, Sarah, I think her name was Sarah Jacobs, or she could send me a TD Jakes, or she'll send me a podcast, or just whatever. Right. Um, just like on my graduation day, she texts me like, "You did it! Like we, like the days of crying, not going to sleep, being <laughs> up, you know, whatever." It paid so, like, off. Really, she just she's just a really good a good lady, and she has a good spirit. And you know, with how we grew up, you could tell that. Yeah. So yeah, that's really what it was. But I just feel like what works for people because i'll be hearing people talk about their therapists and i'll be like mm -mm. like and not even as a therapist but like people i know personally i could i hear them like oh well my therapist said like your accountability your your therapist lacks accountability because you still lack it like mm, couldn't work for me that's <laughs> what i'm saying like some people need like a therapist that's gonna hold them up in a bullshit but just in a professional way and like mine will be like mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh -uh. and very still christian but she will get me together right like, and that's what you together. need though and that like and that's another thing i be needing somebody to get me together like and and my thing is i've always been big on delivery like yeah and she just it just works it just flowed it just worked well, I'm glad that that's shout out to all the black um therapists out there that's trying to help us get our mental health back on track because Y'all are needed and necessary, like, for real. And I'm thinking about getting one for myself because I just feel like sometimes I get into these modes where I feel like I don't have an outlet, and I feel like that would just be a great outlet for me. Mm -hmm. Like, do you find... Yeah, I, I definitely encourage anybody to try it. Like, like I always say, like, everything is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So... You can't, everything I have for everybody. Just like, she was trying to make me journal. Like, sis, I'm not journaling with you. I hate this. And it just, it just doesn't work. I don't like to journal. But there's some people who very well may be able to, like, get all their thoughts down in their journal and be okay. Right. Like, it just doesn't work for me. So, everything not for everybody, but I do encourage everybody to try. If you're in a space 
or you feel like you want to come out of that shell of what's holding you back from whatever it is, mm-hmm. I definitely encourage people to try it. I agree. So let's get into it. Um, you talked about, so we got the school part down, but you also talked about like your postpartum. So I guess, did it start immediately after you had Brie or? So I had prepartum. Oh, I, snap. I, I ain't never heard of that. I, it's probably not a real thing, but <laughs> I was miserable. Mm. And I had great people around me. My partner, that's her dad, great dad, all of that. Really didn't have no reason to be all jacked up. Mm-hmm. But my my pregnancy and my like depression and everything coincided with school. And mm. I felt like a failure. Ooh. So not the F I, word. Like I used to walk in the house. Hey, how was your day? It was cool. Go in the room, shut the door, cry. Aw. No, like, I'm sure like nobody ever even knew. Because I like to be guarded. So I'm being open with y'all. So don't be trying to talk about me and my my emotions. But, you know, this um, is what Queen's Corner is about, though. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, I'm glad that you said that because it just seems like everybody feels so open to, like, and willing to open up, I meant to say. Like, and I appreciate it. Know, like, I, please give us I the raw content. Am, yes. Yeah, I, I always am with anything. People ask about my school journey. If I break down to the tier, like, you know, this shit was real. Like, I did it, though. So you can have <laughs> all the background. Like, when it comes to bringing the child into the world and all the, you know, whatever with that, like, I have no problem keeping it real because it might help somebody. Exactly. So, and that's yeah, what I'm so trying I, to do. I never minded that. But just like I, like I said, I used to go home. How was your day? I'm fine. Go in the room, cry, text my <laughs> friends about how miserable I am. I hate my life. And like I said, it all really mm. stemmed from the fact that, like, like I wasn't ready to be a mom. Mm. So it was just like I was ready to be a mom. I was trying to figure out my footing as far as school. I had already been mm-hmm. in school for four years at the time. I should have been graduating. Mm-hmm. So I was still trying to figure out my footing. So it was like, it was bad from the jump. Like, left my apartment, moved home. I just wanted to be at home. Like, literally, I was just like, I don't want to be here. I need to be at home. Yeah. Like, I'm all messed up all over the place. It was just bad. So this was even before, you know, the baby came. Right. And then afterwards... It was just still, like, the same. Like, okay, you here, now you got to sell your ass to mama. Like, I don't got nothing, you know, just, like, not like that, but it was like, I left my apartment. I didn't finish getting my education. I was always sad. What what do I have to offer to a child? Mm. Or anybody else? Mm -hmm. And then in, in the midst of that, because I felt like, what do I have to offer to a child? Anybody else? I dismantled my relationship. I dismantled a lot of relationships around me because I felt so ugly about myself. Mm. So that in itself, it was just really hard. Like, I bet. Yeah, everything, it was, just, it was just so hard. And then now you got me here, however many years later, four years later, like, Brie, your mama did that. Your mama did that. <laughs> that graduation, like, that's my mom, that's my mom. And like, I love to see it. And so it just, you know, the narrative obviously changed and I worked right. my ass off for the fact that it did. And not even just because of her, it was just something that I needed for myself. Right. Um, but yeah. So it like did hard. you were there times where like when when the baby was here, like were there times where you just like, yeah, no, 
Like this is it for me. Like I gotta go. Or like, was it or did you just kinda like beef it up because of the child? Did you like as far as school? No, like just anything, period. Like have you ever oh. felt discouraged to the point where you were like, I just don't want to do anything anymore yeah. ever? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't, nothing. Like, like, did your yeah. motherly instincts ever leave during postpartum? No. Like, no. Because where she was going to go, I mean, there's a lot of places she could have went. But like, she mine, and I'm standing beside mm-hmm. her, regardless of how I felt. So my motherly instincts never left. But at the same time, I had that mindset, like, I had no business doing this, bringing all child into the world. So like, I really did question and doubt myself a lot. So they mm-hmm. never went away. Like, it was never like, I don't, like, nothing, you know, crazy like that. But mm-hmm. it definitely was like, I had no business. My mama told me I had no business. <laughs> my mama told me. But... You know, it it was never just like, can somebody else better take care of my child or anything like that. It was just, yeah. my mama, my mama told me. Mm. That's what I did for being hot. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm screwed. So, like, um, you kind of got into, like, the family aspect, too, with, like, with your relationships and everything like that. So, like, how did that affect you? Like, because those are the, some of the closest people. So it's like, did that affect you negatively? Or, like, were you just, like, in a state of mind of, like, okay. Like, I I need help. Like, with the baby is what I mean in that oh, aspect. With, yeah, like, did, did they step up or did they just kind of, like, leave so you be? that's the thing. And that's why, like I said earlier, you have to be in tune with yourself. I was so lost and so outside of my own body basically like that sounds funny but you you get what i'm saying like, look at what you're saying i wasn't into myself at all and the thing is nobody was even like doing anything to me nobody acted ugly towards me nobody did anything to me nobody was just like ask you you had a kid like everybody always helped i got this best support group like i said earlier she got a great dad i got great friends nobody ever did anything to me it was really just me being mentally messed up and it was just the mind game that you were losing it was it was i literally i've learned so much about accountability there's obviously some things where i could be like well this happened this way because it is and i moved the way i did because it is and whatever Mm -hmm. but overall no i was really just tripping like Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna say it like that because i know hormones change and be up and down right even with anxiety and depression, it has a lot to do with hormones and brain and all of that balances and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So it was never, but like, just excuse me, looking back, it was never like, oh, these people abandoned me. These people treated me bad. Mm-hmm. No, it was me. Like the devil, like the devil was really attacking me. And I was letting them, like beating mm-hmm. my ass, and I was letting them, mm-hmm. and I was burning fires with everybody around me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's it's good to know that you recognize it now and appreciate the past rather than still going through it. So I'm proud of you in that aspect. Yeah, for sure. And I had something else and I can't think of it, but I was just, I'm going to just switch gears. So can you kind of talk about or expand on where you are now? Oh, yeah. Like, and like also with that, Sorry, this is a two-parter, and I can remind you. 
So the first part of the question is, where are you now? And the Girl, second part of the question. I, that one, that two, that three. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. much on this podcast. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm yeah. it's fine. Um, we rather last than cry. So let's just start there first. I'll hold my other question. So I am in a really good space. That's good. Like, really, really good space. Like, I graduated. Like, what failure? Who? Never you thought. Never was a failure. Right. Like, this was in a bad space. So, like, because of, like, graduating, that really, really, really brought a lot of my confidence back. It really did. Um, Because I graduated with a kid. Like, and that's hard. I graduated with a kid. Yeah. And obviously, I had the support. My mom kept her. Her dad kept her. You know, my dad, everybody, family has on deck. So it's not like I can just be like, oh, I did it by myself. Like, I, I was in the schooling part, but I had a lot of support, like, as far as my child. But graduating has brought back so much of my confidence. Like, I really be like, I'm not one. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just feel better about myself. Like, not even just like, oh, I'm smart. I just really like, I hold, I've held down my own household. I'm a single woman. Held down my own household for three years. Like, I'm going, you know, going on three years after living in an apartment and going back home. That made me feel like a fairy, too. Like, you can't even hold a house down. Like, you so mentally jacked up. Like, these are the thoughts that I would be having. Like, mm-hmm. you so mentally messed up. You can't even do what you need to do to hold down your household. I hold down my household by myself with a kid. Got my degree. Like, drive a 2022 truck. Like, literally... Everything that I didn't think I would be able to do has come to pass. Like, I've manifested so much for my life. I'm just in a good space. Like, I can't even really put it into words how good I feel. And then it's like, the only part that I really struggle with is that I've gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. So I have some bad body image stuff, which is what I'm going through in therapy now. Mm-hmm. on my body image because some days it'd be like okay jay i'll say you look bad you know what and then other days i'll be like i'm like the freaking michelin man so <laughs> bye jay <laughs> no seriously like i have like that's that's the that's the bad part like we've been we've been transparent here that's where my mental gets yeah. bad right now that with my weight is where my mental kind of goes up and down because mm. some days it's fine some days it's not so overall like I'm extremely happy. I've done what I, you know, I feel like first of all, I've done what I wanted to do, but I also feel like I'm doing it in my purpose. Mm. I always was like, well, everybody's supposed to have a purpose. Like, what's mine? Because I'm just out here doing stuff. Um. So. Okay, so I just feel like you know, I'm I'm actually walking in my purpose. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, so big on. Um, like faith, putting in the work, but keeping God first. Yes. Like I'm just in a really, really, really good spot. And I got my days and I got my ways. So don't get me wrong. Yesterday mm-hmm. was a day. Mm. I, I fought back tears all day yesterday for multiple things. Went home, got in the bed at nine o'clock and was just in the bed. Mm-hmm. Said what's up to my brother and got in the bed. <laughs> that, like, that It'd be was, like that. People was, people was texting me, you okay? Now I'm responding back. People calling me, what you doing? Like, what do you want? Like, I had a day yesterday. Yeah. But it doesn't take away the fact that, like, I'm back in a good space. Like, I got yeah. up this morning. I walked five miles. hung out with my mama and my best friend. Like, I got people around me that love me. 
I'm in a great ass space. Like I said, I have my days, but overall, from what I'm coming from, like, like everybody all know how little of a year 2016 was. Mm-hmm. This ain't like 2016 part two, but it's close. Okay. Like, it's given what it needs to give. I'm with that. 2017 to 2021, the, I don't know. I don't want to say no crazy stuff because then y'all going to this girl with any help. Because <laughs> I'm dramatic. <laughs> but I'm just putting it that from 2017 to 2021, I could have got stepped on like plankton. I would have been okay with it. <laughs> like, like I'm going to just put it like that. And now it's just like, you know, you. I don't mean to laugh, but you are funny. <laughs> But I'm just thinking, I got like, really, on like, like I don't want to be like, okay, like, I don't know, I'm just there for her, because, you know, <laughs> but it's just, I'm just in a really good space, and yeah. before, I was just in such a bad space, where it was just like, well, whatever, like, who cares, like, I hate it here anyways, and now it's just like, I'm glad that I pushed through and I have accomplished how much I, you know, I've learned yeah. so much about myself, I've accomplished so much, so overall, to answer your question, I'm in a great space. That's good. I'm happy to hear that because I feel like a lot of people, like, they are in a state, like, a lot of people are in a state of, I'm not enough, Mm -hmm. but they don't ever see or encounter people who have been, have gotten on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, it's just refreshing to hear when people like you um have a story of being beat down so much to a point where you like I don't know if I can do this anymore to getting your stuff together getting into therapy going to school getting that car still taking care of your kid on top of that so I guess um another part of my question is like so with your kid and Uh and your mental health how do you kind of like separate those two because I know it's a lot of emotions that go into taking care of another human being that you're trying to raise so I guess Mm -hmm. like how did you you know um adjust to being a mom because you said that you wasn't ready to be one but you you made it (laughs) I I guess I'm making it she thinks I'm pretty cool so I guess that's all that so the reviews is good the reviews is good so far. So far. She's one of the new mom and dads the other day, though, so I don't know. And then I told her she could get out of my house. She was like, no, I was just kidding. Yeah. I was just, oh, take your stuff up. Get out. She always be on that. Like, <laughs> she always crazy stuff. Like, I was just playing. No, was you were serious. Like, no, get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, did you ever have, like, a, a I want I want to almost say, like, an episode Kind of like, have, did you have like any sort of mental thing going on with you while you were trying to do something with your kid? Like, has it ever interfered with your relationship, or do you just yeah. kind of like separate her from that? Mm-mm. I, oh, this is the part that I get emotional. Uh oh. Um, because <laughs> I held so much resentment towards her dad, I didn't really want anything to do with her. Mm. And I never let her feel that, I never let her feel it. Never let it touch her, but it was, it would be so hard. Mm-hmm. So hard. I was just, oh, my my eyes are getting wet. It was hard. I was like, 
I didn't want to do this. Like, then the parental situation didn't work out. And now I'm just stuck with something I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was just really my thoughts. But now with me being in a better mental space and especially, like, a better mental space towards him where it ain't, you know, no hard feelings or nothing like that, now it just be like, well, shit, if she wasn't supposed to be here, she wouldn't. Like, I right. don't do it for no reason. So whatever I'm going through, my my storms can't get her wet. Mm-hmm. And that's just where I be at with it. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I'd be like, you know, mom just needs a little bit of space. You know, can you come back in a little while? Or can mm-hmm. I just have a moment to myself? Um, and I'll come and check on you, you know, when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I try to, you know how smart she is. Yeah. So I was I, just about to say, how does she respond to that? She'll just, she'll be like, you know, whatever. Like, she'll go in her room. Oh. She'll come back in. Like, you know, even with the, the incident that just happened, you know, with the restaurant, me and my sister was sitting there. We both teary-eyed. Like, yeah. you know, this was whatever. And she was just like, it's okay, mommy. Aww. We'll get it all fixed up. And we like, please stop talking because we try not to cry. Precious. <laughs> and, and she's so, so smart. She's so, so sweet. She's such a little joy. Like, she's sassy as hell. Don't get me wrong. I'll be ready to square up. Right? Yeah, we, we know. But, but. <laughs> She was just like, that's my mom. That's my mom. Like, she was cheering. And she was just like, mom, can we go back to congratulations? And I'm like, girl, I don't know when to give you a minute. But, you know, we gonna, it's going to be another one. Like, <laughs> she was just so excited. And it was like, dang. I was like, not really so mean to her, but just so mean. You know, in the whole sense of, like, parenting. And, like, she hyped for me. And then it was like, I didn't cry all graduation. Held it in. All day. Uh-huh. All day. I had cried like 10 other times in two weeks, <laughs> just about various things. I made the Dean's list my last semester. Hey. Like, I ended in a, with a 3.9. My grad, my GPA was low. I ended my whole like college GPA with a 3.0. So if you know the math, that's like a B. Yeah. So, and it was low. I was on academic probation, everything a couple times. Mm. So like it just, and then it was just like, literally didn't cry the whole day at graduation, like sucked up my tears and just like sitting there, eyes like just welling, like, just, like, that's my mom, she did it. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so, I don't know. I bet just, that was so liberating. Like, I bet she was, was like, so, yes, yes, I, I did. But then it just, it was, a, it was because it's like, now she can see that she can do it. Right. Like, I've been through so much that I can't keep her from everything. My mom tried to keep me from everything. It's impossible to keep your kids from everything. So, you know, I can't keep her from everything, but at least she'd be like, well, you know, my mom went to college. I remember going to her graduation, or maybe two. But I do plan, you know, going back to school. I'm just trying to make sure I'm really, really ready mm-hmm. before I, you know, take that next step and... At least she has something to look up to. Right. Like my mom went to like my mom went to college. And that's not something that I'm gonna force on her or nothing like that. Right. Like, everything ain't for everybody. But at least she has that avenue to be like, my mama did something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it also made it a lot better because again, if you in a mindset of a of a failure, uh-huh, 
of course I'm going to be failing as a mom and not thriving as one because I have the mindset of being a failure. So just finishing school altogether, like therapy obviously helps, but I was still getting attacked to the point where it was just like, you know, like I went through that phase where like you are enough on my mirrors, on my phone. Like I really went through that phase to, to remind myself like you are enough, you are enough, like you are capable, you deserve good things. Like I really had like a time where even still now I have to give myself affirmations yeah. because it's just like, I'm so, I'm so vulnerable and, and the enemy knows I'm so vulnerable. So he attacks me any way that he can. Yeah. He he, ta- he attacks me any way that he can. So, you know, if it comes to my worth, if it comes to just whatever, he'd be attacking me left and right. And so that's why, like, I, you know, keep on saying, like, my faith journey has been so, like, wow. I did not do this by myself. Like, this man really carried me. That's what's up. I see you, Big G. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, For real. I talk to him like I'm talking to you. Like, I say big teeth. Same. Like, I don't just, literally, like, so just, like, as a parent, though, you know, back to the question, I, I'm in much better of a space mm-hmm. because I feel like I have so much more to offer her. Like, it still be days where it'd be like, dog, I'm so irritated. Like, I had no business. Mm. <laughs> nigga, on my nerves. But at the end of the day, it's just like, she cool. She cute. She cool. Like, she cute. Yeah, she cool. She <laughs> I guess I can deal like, with her. Yeah, like. That's funny. Just, you know, little stuff. Like, she just came in here. Uh, I'm sure y'all didn't hear it because I was like, you know, <laughs> but I'm just, she came in here and she's like, hi, mom. And it's like, she's just so sweet. So once I got myself together and I'm still getting myself together, yeah. like I'm definitely anti-second kid. Definitely anti-second kid. Not in a space. Not in a space. Like sometimes they be like, hmm, thank you. And cuddly. And then they be like, mm-mm. Yeah, remember I'm good. <laughs> like, remember this body you're trying to get? Like, mm-mm. But just overall, she cool. That's my little homie. Hello, homie. I wouldn't trade her for the world. <laughs> so do you have like any final thoughts for people who are trying to seek a more healthier lifestyle when it comes to mental health? Um, first of all, get in tune with yourself. That's that's the first thing because mm-hmm. you don't know like your I mean, you need to know your weaknesses. You need mm-hmm. to know like even still for me, I've been in therapy for two years. I've I'm in a good space, you know, this and that. But when I tell you, I know it triggered me, but I didn't always know. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to know yourself to be like, like, something yesterday triggered me. Mm-hmm. Still in a good space. I'm fine, but I, I still email my therapist today mm-hmm. because I was extremely triggered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, first of all, you have to know yourself. Yeah. Second of all, Rome was not built in a day. It don't matter if it's school, a job, parenting, nothing. Everything ain't going to come easy. Everything ain't going to come quick. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not therapy, like going to see a therapist, first of all, just being in tune with yourself. Like, you know, like I said, like like today, my my being in tune with myself, starting yesterday, this triggered me. I really want to cry. I need to talk to my therapist. Yeah. You need to know yourself. That's the first thing. Or as as much as you can, you always will discover new things about yourself, but you feel me, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so you know, know yourself. Aside from that, you need to know when it's time to take a load off. This is too much for me. Mm-hmm. This is overwhelming. I need a break. Don't let no job control you. Don't let no kid control you. Like 
nothing. You need to take a break from that job. Oh, well, I don't got no more PTO. Okay, well, I'm just taking this day off. And if you find me, you find me because you're going to replace me the next day anyways. Right. Like, don't let nothing or nobody burn you out. It be, uh, it be, can't make this up. My mom will laugh when I tell people because people be like, you don't talk to your mom like that. And it don't be like rude or anything. But she can call me. And she be having a bad day. I'm like, oh, hey, girl. I see you're not having a good day. You have to call me back. Mm. We having a better day. Right. Yeah, I'm not about to have a bad day. We're not about to get into it. None of that. You call me back when you're in a better space. She called me back like, hey, I'm good now. I'm like, oh, okay, girl. How your day going? <laughs> and it don't never be, you know, disrespectful. It don't never be. That's a boundary. Yeah. It don't never be nothing like that. We just, mm-mm. I'll be very respectful about it, and she respects you. That's a very healthy boundary. For and real. that's what I'm saying. So you have to be in tune with yourself. You have to know what you're going to take, what you're not going to take. Yeah. You have to know what is overwhelming for you. Even with my kid, it's been times where I've been so overwhelmed. Like, you know, I go to school. I'm in work. I do this. I do that. Like, I see her, but I don't see her, like, a whole, whole lot. And I got this going on, this going on, but I want her to stay at home because I'm super overwhelmed. And... Like, it'll be like, mm-mm, I know I want you to stay at home, but you gotta go to your daddy's house, because, you say hi. Hi, girl. <laughs> like, you gotta go to your daddy's house, because I'm extremely overwhelmed right now. Like, I'm not gonna be no good to you, because I'm not in a good space myself. Right. So, it's just really, really, that's the biggest thing. Really knowing, like I said, knowing yourself, knowing, like, oh, yeah, like, I can deal with this. This not too much. Or knowing, like, I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. I'm finna take a step back. Just like when you were talking about on the podcast, you was like, I ain't quitting, but I gotta go. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It ain't nothing wrong. I'm not, like, I'll call my mom so fast, like, you want your grandbaby? Because I need a minute. Right. Hey, I'm going to drop your kid off. Like, you free? Because I need a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, you just really have to know. Like, you got to know what you know. And right. that's, that's really the biggest thing. Like I said today, I haven't had therapy in probably a month. Triggered. Badly triggered. Email. I need a couple sessions. I need to get on the schedule. Yeah. Like, you just got to know what you know. And that's really all there is to it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I would say it's very simple, but it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. But once you know, like I said, even, like, there's people that I won't even deal with because of, I know. Yeah. Like, people that I should deal with and be like, you're not about to rub me the wrong way. And mm-hmm. I know it's going to end up in me feeling some type of way or whatever. So I'm just not going to deal with you. Regardless right. of the, what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. So you just got to know what you know. Facts. Well, I can definitely learn from that. So my takeaway from today is definitely, you know, being more in tune, being more self-aware um, of you. And just, you know, without, you know, the doubts and everything like that. Like, you know how you feel regardless. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people tend to make an excuse of, oh, I'm tripping. Or, oh, you know, I'm doing too much or whatever. No, like, you have every right to feel how you feel. Even with that. Sorry, not to No, you're fine. Go ahead. Even with that. Because I had a a whole long talk with Queenie today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know... I really just thought I was tripping. Yeah. But I can feel how I feel. But you see, I'm talking to you about it to make it make sense. Yeah. Even if it's not a therapist, obviously it's not. You gotta, you gotta have people 
that's gonna hold you accountable. Facts. If you got a bunch of yes men around you, I don't even know to tell you because mine gonna tell me quick. My mama, Same. my best friends, Man. my sisters, you like that shit not right. Or like <laughs> well, however, it gotta right. be done. I don't have a bunch of people that's just yes men and me. I got people that's getting in my ass. Right. So even if you're not going to see a therapist or you don't have the best relationship with your mom, like when I text you like Nisha, I'm really struggling like with my faith. Mm-hmm. You was right there. Man. I have a pastor. And my pastor's always on my uncle. But I just was more comfortable talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. And it was still a very effective conversation. Right. So, like, my point is, it doesn't necessarily have to be who you feel it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, but as long as you have somebody to be like, mm, nah, that wasn't cool. Or mm, just whatever... It may be like, yeah, the the girls are gonna get it, right? And it's, that it's just really that's really a lot of like what mental health is, but a lot of it is truly being self aware of. Yeah, I'm not okay. It's yeah. okay that I'm not okay. I need to talk to somebody. I need help. Like just all of those things, and once you realize like it's okay to not be okay, like I'll be falling apart. <laughs> be falling apart. We all do. And I could be okay the next day, the yep. next hour, just depending on what it is. And then you know I'm a car baby, I'm spoiled, and I'm dramatic. Like, you know all of these things about me. <laughs> so it's, I can't even front. Like, that don't be something like me. I'll be falling out like, oh, my dad said no. Like, girl, you was 27 years old. Grow up. But regardless, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of self-awareness. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Well, I just want to thank you for coming up to the show and, like, being vulnerable and sharing your story because I know – it probably wasn't the easiest thing, or maybe it is. Is it? It's easy now. It's easy now. Um, the, the parenting hard part gets hard as I watch my kid using bag scratcher to scratch her back. Like, how would I ever? <laughs> how could I ever feel any odd bad ways towards this little person? Like, that'd be the hardest part for me. But everything else is just like school. I did it. it right. Time, you know, parental relationships, relationships, you know, with her dad, like, stuff always don't work out, you get into it with your parents, whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, life goes on, you could be okay, so it's just, like, I don't, I don't mind telling my story, I don't mind being open, vulnerable, accountable, all of that, so. Perfect, well, hopefully, um, Jay touched somebody today with her story, mm-hmm. and, like, I just want to encourage the listeners who's listening right now, like, Take your mental health seriously, for real. Like, do not hold back. If you feel like you need to cry, I'm really mostly talking to my guys. If you feel like you need to cry, go ahead and do it. Like, please, please, yes, guys, guys, yes, do not, do not, do not, do not settle for a woman that's gonna knock you for being in tune with your feelings. Facts, police, that is the worst thing. A man can do, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And y'all can do a lot of bull. <laughs> that right there is a bull of bull. Please don't ever settle for a partner that's going to make you seem weak or whatever. Yeah. Emotions. I totally Being, agree. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay yes. to feel sad. It is okay to cry. All of that bullshit y'all's raised on, please. Please. <laughs> please. Uh-uh. It, it's the same for us. Yeah. Do not. It's the same for us. Go see a therapist. Cry. Talk to your mans. If you don't got a mans you can talk to, cut them cut them off. Right. I don't want to 
talking on ghetto. Cut them off. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, you said men, and I just, men and their mental health. Yeah. Is that'd be a topic for me because mm-hmm. it's so many women. Sorry, I know I'm, we trying to wrap up. Yeah, you good, you good. It's, it's so many. It needs to be talked about. Dog men for being in tune with their emotions. Like, girl, you're weird. But please seek help if you need it. Mm-hmm. Don't settle for a partner that's going to make you feel like you less of a man. Don't let your daddy feel like you make you feel like you less of a man. Like, be in tune with your emotions. Know how you feel. And if you feel like you need help, like, get the help that you need. For real. Agreed. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, but no, seriously, like, I really hope that you guys are all taking this seriously. Like, I'm dedicating this podcast this month to mental health awareness. Um, if you guys have any stories or anything that you guys want to get off your chest or, um, you know, you just want the world to know, let me know. Like, I will be more than happy to put you on the pod. We only got one more week left. One more, two, two more Tuesdays? I don't know. Let me see. Oh, it's not on here. I'm not about to do all of that. This laptop is weird. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to pull up the calendar, but it's not. Um, But no, seriously, I really want you guys to tap into your mental health this month. Not even just for the month, but for the rest of your life. Like, you, we really got to tap in. And I I really admire about what I admire about this generation is that we are not afraid to tap in. Um. So I commend anybody that is um, around our age that is going to therapy, that's trying to heal themselves, that's trying to make strides to have a better life and have a better mental health. So your work does not go unnoticed. So I really hope that you guys come back next week um, to discuss more things mental health. I just want to thank you, Jay, for coming on here to say your piece. And I really hope that she encouraged somebody today. So I love you guys. You want to say bye to the people? Yeah, have a good day, people. Um, I think Niece dropped my Instagram. So if you have any questions about school or postpartum or anything else, um, I'd love to help and I would love to share my resources. So follow me on Instagram, write me on Instagram. Yes. Very open, love to see people wanting to make a change. Um, thank you, Nisha, for having me on the show. Always. And y'all be smooth. Yeah, her Instagram will be in the bio. So if you guys are looking for that, you can just tap in there. All right, y'all. We love you. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We will see you next time.